Microphone on, sorry gentlemen. Sorry gentlemen. At this time we're gonna ask Mr. Joe Mosley, our assistant county administrator, to come lead us in our prayer and our pledge. Please stand for the prayer and the pledge. Let us pray. Most kind and benevolent Father, we thank you for this beautiful day and we thank you for all the blessings uh, that you bestow upon us on a daily basis. We pray, Father God, that you would be with this body as they deliberate tonight, Father God. Pray that you give them the wisdom and the strength to do what they need to do, Father God, to further this community. Father God, we pray, uh, Father God, for Middle East crisis. We pray that you would have peace and that you would have bring tranquility to a very area that's very unstable and very troubled. We pray for the many uh, individuals that are affected in a negative way. We pray that you can provide them the humanitarian needs that they need in this hour. This we thank you for in Christ's name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty just for all. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, Commissioner Justin Frazier is at a soccer game with his son. They're playing for a championship, so he's away at a, a soccer game. How's his style? He's good. He's good. good. All right, departmental reports, Mr. Trent Long. Yes, sir. Um, I have several things. I'll try to be brief with everything. Um, water systems for Lewis Fraser Road, um, they're getting closer to being finished with the water main. We kind of um, going to be going right up to the end of the contract with everywhere that we got the water going. Um, we're going to set ourselves up really nicely um, with this main down uh, Lewis Fraser Road. We have several new buildings that are coming on, so I hope we will be able to get uh, some customers hooked up pretty soon. Um, water system west of the railroad. Some of the easements are slowly kickling, trickling in on that. Uh, we're continuing to try to push those. Um, Dorchester Village Road relocation. We want to talk about that a little bit tonight. Um, the asphalt is in. The shoulders are all done. Our project's pretty much done except for a surface course. <clears throat> and we have an outfall ditch that uh, is being uh, finished up, but the drainage is working right now. Um, all the outstanding issues are uh, bonded. We have a $350,000 bond for the remaining work, which is basically the asphalt. Um, they have signage up for trucks that are kind of crossing the road, and uh, they're at a point that, uh, if it's the pleasure of the commissioners, uh, we could go ahead and release the traffic from Dorchester Village Road onto the new section so that they can start operating on the old section of Dorchester Village Road. Um, as far as all that goes, I believe most all of the uh, agreements are signed. We're trying to get with Mr. Davis to make sure all the agreements are signed. The condition for the uh, easements that we need for Islands Highway are in works. So we're very close to being able to sign off on the plat so that that can get recorded in the property officially switch hands. But if it's your pleasure, 
we could go ahead and turn them loose to uh, move traffic over to the new section of Dorchester Village Road as soon as tomorrow or a date that you guys would direct me. Okay. Why don't you and uh, Mr. Brown and Commissioner Stevens um, manage that and just let us know. And Can do. We'll, we'll move. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll be glad to do that. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, Miller Park Fire Station, they're, they're making some progression on that. Uh, they've been working on the driveway, the deceleration lane. Uh, mm -hmm. That work's coming along okay now. Hopefully we'll get that road or that site work finished soon. Um, we're working hard on the Barrington Ferry Road roundabout, waiting for DOT's uh, review on several things on that. Um, Will Cemetery Road, uh, we are waiting on one last parcel. Um, one of the parcels they've already signed, so we have the, the, the document ready to record. Once we get the other one finished, then we can <coughs> proceed with that one. Um, for Commissioner Frazier, we already had the pre-construction conference for the uh, Elm Street, Windhaven <coughs> Road sidewalks. Um, he's probably gonna start first week in January. Uh, that way he's not tearing everybody's yard up during the holidays, so, because uh, it'll, It'll look ugly for a little while till he gets all the sidewalks finished. Um, Bill Carter Road looks pretty good. Still got some uh, grass we were waiting on on the shoulders. Um, Limerick Road overlay, uh, we're still kind of waiting on the contractor to show up on that. Um, the Claudia Lane waterline extension, uh, we're going to go ahead and put that out for bid. I do have a couple letters I need to prepare and get uh, Mr. Brown to sign and uh, then that, that part will be satisfied with EPD. Other than that, that's all I have tonight. Questions and comments for Mr. Long? Yeah, um, Trent, the right of way that you're gonna get on the west end of the railroad track, mm -hmm. how much right of way is now there with 84? It's a good bit, but we can't be in the right of way. So it's a limited access right away, and they won't allow the utilities to be in it either. So that was kind of part of the holdup with our permit process was begging and pleading to let the water line be inside the right of way. So they basically said, you've got to prove that you can't get the easements and move it outside the right of way. So that's why we're going through the process of trying to obtain the easements. The utilities are already in the right of way. There are some that are already in the right of way. Or, or do you know what now, side I think most of those to? were in the right of way when the road was relocated and built. I don't know that they're new ones. Now, once you get beyond uh, McIntosh Mountain, really the interchange of 196, it goes back to standard right of way. And so that way you can be in the right of way once you get over there. <clears throat> but the section from Basically, the Hinesville Flemington city limits all the way to 196 is limited access right away. On both sides? Both sides. <clears throat> mm. <clears throat> Have you talked to Mr. Martin about on his piece in there about getting Peter? access? Yes, sir. I talked to Peter a good bit on his. I have not talked to Van, but I've talked to Peter. Well, I mean, we've got we've got a, the canal, the Peacock. We've got easement on that already. If we had to yes, come sir. down that, we could, and come and come over to 
sell that property? We could. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah. I have Trent on the the Claudia Lane uh, water system extension of uh, this reading, your last sentence has said um, uh, the bids will be advertised in late November if it's the pleasure of the board. I know that's not an action item. That's just a statement in your report. Yes, sir. But um, um, do you need a consensus for us to, for you to proceed? Because I, I would like to move on with that project. Yes, sir. If you'd like to give a consensus, that would be great. Yeah. That is cleaner. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm for it. Go for it. Yes, sir. I know. I know. Marin is for it. You're right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for spending more money in my district. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> Everything's complete on Select and Davis Street. I heard so all that's done. Yes, sir. We are still holding money on them on the grass, and some of the shoulder work. So, yes, sir. Uh, actually, they ended up. The guy that was helping them with the shoulders ended up spending a bunch of spilling a bunch of diesel fuel on the asphalt and. They ended up having to mill some of that up at their expense and replace that asphalt. It looks it looks good though. Yeah. Nice looking project. Mm -hmm. Same guys did it, did Bill Carter Road, and they did a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Jory, I guess I think probably the TCC meets before the Hample board, but uh, traveling one nineteen to Riceboro on Saturday. I can see the wear and tear. So, you know, when your group meets, you know, and our group meet, let's make sure we uh, alert our state, our DOT people, the wear tears already obvious on the on that road. That's getting the traffic on that road is getting heavier and heavier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, travel quite often. All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> New business public hearing 2023 millage. Before Miss Samantha come, this is our, our last hearing. Uh, they've been fairly well attended. Uh, there's been good public participation, and there will be opportunity for that this evening. I hope that you have signed in with Miss Maria. You plan to speak. Uh, we have the protocol that's listed up on the on the screen. Before Miss Miss Sam starts, let me just say this, just so you know, how <clears throat> we arrived at this point. Uh, several months ago, maybe three months ago, possibly, uh, budget sheets were sent to all the department heads. All the department heads, uh, that includes everybody in this building and uh, the building next door, the historic courthouse, as well as the Justice Center, so all the uh, department heads, and we call constitutional officers. For you all that don't know, constitutional officers are those who are elected at large, i.e., uh, Tax Commissioner Jones, uh, the, the magistrate, um, the clerk of courts, all those people, sure, if they are elected, they're called constitutional officers elected at large, but they all got those budget reports, budget sheets, excuse me, to indicate what their needs are going to be for the coming year. Uh, then they fill those out, they turn them in, and then they came to present before the commissioners. We had several days of, I guess you would call it hearings almost, presentations, where they present their budget sheets to us and explain why they're asking for what they're asking for. Yeah, they, they all did that. And we get to hear their requests as well as we get to ask, ask questions, you know, uh, why do you need this? Tell me more about this, this kind of things. Some, some items are small, some, i.e. printers. And then there's some big ticket items according to what their offices do. So all those appear on the, on the sheets. Uh, then the commissioners, we have a review session where we look at the 
uh, requests, and uh, we sometimes reclassify. There's some things that can be SPLOS sponsored, we put in the SPLOS category. Uh, there's some things we just outright cut. Uh, some things we ask for a delay on. You, can you wait until, rather than doing it in, uh, in July, can you wait until January? Those things help us with. And then sometimes we go back and say, again, say, tell me again now, what, what, is, what are the must-haves that you give? Give me the must-haves. Then we explore additional funding options uh, to, to make these things happen. Then sometimes I ask my kind of administrator, I say, okay, I need a rabbit out of the hat. <laughs> Kind of thing, you know. Then we, then uh, by that time, we're waiting for the digest to come in. Ms. Linda Roberts downstairs, assessor's office, they present our digest, and we get to see what the digest is going to present. Um, then even after that, sometimes we take another look uh, at the presentations, and we we consider some things like what can we do uh, to allow the digest or or i.e. the funds from the county property taxes pay for it, and can can we use fund balance to help with offset some of this? Fund balance is, uh, it's like your rainy day fund, kind of sort of. All right. And we try to keep four and a half months mm -hmm. uh, approximately on hand. So we look at, you know, if we have, let's just say an overage, can we use some of that to offset some of the, the tax burden? Um, then at that time, the finance, the county administrator and the finance, they present it to us for the first look of the, of the uh, millage request. Then the next look is you all. Yeah, that's you all. And when we look at it, we also have opportunity to, to do some adjustments. Yeah. So we're here now to present it to the public uh, for the last hearing. So you get to have a, I know some of you have seen it already because I, I, I recognize your faces. <clears throat> for some of you, it's the first time. But I want you to know how we get to where we are. And I think Samantha told me today we, we made $6 million worth of cuts now. Now you may say, man, that's a lot of cuts. But, but some of the items are, are small. I mean, there's some big ticket items. There's some things we put into the CRP plan, the capital improvement plan. We'll see it over here. And then, um, uh, then, then out of those things, if funding becomes available, we're able to finance some of those things or purchase some of those things that the department heads want, you know, kind of a holding tank kind of thing. So we do all those kind of methods that happen well before you all get here. So just know, before you get her tonight, we have done a lot of looking and looking and re-looking and cutting and reclassifying. All right. While I'm doing it, the people, my, my county staff in, in the audience stand up so they can kind of see who you are. Oh, and I have some here. All right. These are some of the people. Some were here earlier today. Five was here today. Right. Thank you all for coming. All right. All right. Uh, so, so that's kind of how we got to where we are. So we don't arbitrarily just arrive at this point. So I just want to give you a heads up on, on how it works from behind the scenes. All right. Um, while, while I'm talking, at, at this time, we also, uh, even though it's the county, we, we levy for the hospital authority. They're here tonight. We levy for the development authority. Commerce here tonight. Uh, the school board, they're not here, but all the all the school items should be referred to the school board. We don't do schools. We just, on the tax bill, their uh, tax requirements on, on the bill, send out one bill for the school board, the hospital, city of Hinesville, development authority. I think I got them all. All right. All right. But we don't do schools. Yeah. If there are uh, uh, development authority questions, uh, I'm glad to come here just for a little while. She has, a, she has to be in Savannah. Uh, that's her thing. But the development authority had their own hearings. You had the right to go over there to question them about what they do. Hospitals here, you had a right to go over there to ask them how, 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 how their business works. 
so on and so forth. So it's not just us. It's not just us. All right. Um, so that's the, I, I just want to, uh, someone mentioned educate, so we're just trying to educate you on how the process works. Okay. All right. Ms. America. Thank you, and good evening, Mr. Chairman, commissioners. I'm here to present the 2023 proposed millage rate for Liberty County. Uh, today's public hearing is an opportunity for us to receive uh, public comments on, our, on the proposed millage rate. A summary of the county's proposed millage rate has been posted on our website and advertised in the newspaper. Um, I do want to also mention, as Chairman Lovett just stated, um, that the presentation of this public hearing only relates to the county's portion of the millage rate. Uh, the millage for the school board, the city, um, the hospital authority, and the development authority are handled by those organizations and are separate from the county. Um, I just would like to start this presentation with a brief overview, uh, kind of uh, reiterating what Chairman Lovett um, just said. A little bit about the millage process here at the county. Um, each year, the county develops a budget for its upcoming fiscal year. The Board of Commissioners approved this budget on or before June 30th, our fiscal year end. The Tax Assessor's Office determines the current value of all the property, real and personal, located within the county, and it issues the Consolidated Digest. Uh, using the approved budget, the county then calculates the amount of property tax revenue needed to support the current year's budget. Um, and then determines what millage rate to propose um, to you all, the commissioners. Property tax revenue is by far the largest source of revenue uh, for the county and is needed to fund our operations uh, for providing services such as law enforcement, public safety, recreation, just to name a few. Uh, protecting its citizens is one of the top priorities of the county. Next, the Board of Commissioners uh, approve the millage rate for the current tax year. Once this millage rate is approved, property tax bills are generated and mailed out by the tax commissioner's office. Uh, so it is really a combined effort um, of the county, uh, admin and finance, board of commissioners, tax assessor, and tax commissioner's office uh, to, to ultimately determine um, what property taxes are uh, billed to each taxpayer. Uh, this slide shows the details for the total tax digest for the current year and the past three years. Um, the 2023 countywide tax digest net of exemptions increased 25.6%, um, a total of $492 million. I have also included the breakdown for the incorporated city of Hinesville, as well as the unincorporated and other areas of the county. Um, all three indicate uh, a growth in the net digest of 25%. This slide shows a breakdown of the digest growth for the county. Um, as I mentioned, we did have digest growth, uh, 492 million. Real growth made up almost 83% of this and reassessed growth was 17%. Um, although the county experienced a uh, significant amount of growth, uh, the 25%, our countywide exemptions grew by even more. 
total county exemptions for 2022 last year were 381 million. And this grew to 557 million, an increase of 46%. This chart shows a breakdown of all the uh, exemptions offered by the county. Um, the smaller chart to the right shows our three largest exemptions, uh, which are Freeport, Disabled Veteran, and KDW Local Freeze. These three alone make up 80% uh, of the county's total exemptions. Um, this is the largest increase in total exemptions um, that we've had, and maybe ever, but definitely over the past 10 years. Total exemptions have been growing steadily, um, and then this year, as you can see, they just spiked. Um, it is important to remember that the majority of these exemptions apply only to counties. Um, the city, the school board, do not have the same kind of exemptions uh, mandated that will reduce their overall tax basis. Each year, the county breaks down its budget to calculate the millage equivalent um, for any duplicated <coughs> services. This would apply to the city of, uh, city of Hinesville residents. These services um, shown on this slide are provided by the city and the county. Um, state law requires uh, us to prevent double taxation for any uh, um, of the same services off by, uh, offered by two or more governments. Um, since the city assesses its own millage rate for its residents, the county has to revise uh, a millage rate for the city residents that excludes duplicated services. Uh, for the county's current FY24 budget, these services totaled $7.1 the largest of which is fire protection. Since the city of Hinesville has their own fire department, we can't charge those residents um, as part of our millage. Uh, the next slide shows the trend of the county's general fund budget over the last five years. As the county expands its services um, and service areas within the county, the budget increases. As this slide notes, our budget increased just shy of 17% this year, um, but is comparable to the increase last year of 16%. There are reasons that drive up the county's budget in addition to, um, to us expanding our services and personnel. Uh, one, of, one of these reasons for FY24 is the increase in the cost of property insurance. This increase was unexpected um, and out of the county's control. Another reason for this year's increase um, is we implemented a salary study that raised the pay scale for our full-time employees to market value. Um, this was needed for the county to be able to offer competitive wages um, in an effort to attract new employees and retain the ones that we have. This chart shows uh, a breakdown of the county's general fund budget uh, by function. And as you can see, public safety definitely makes up the largest piece of the pie, so to speak. We have also broken down the general fund budget by classification, um, mandated, essential, and discretionary services. Mandated services make up about 50% of the county's budget, um, followed closely behind is essential services. 
And what I mean by that, um, mandated services include things such as the Board of Commissioners, uh, the Sheriff, uh, various courts, coroner, uh, while essential services include fire, animal control, road maintenance, um, and mosquito control, just to name a few. And this is the proposed millage rate for the county for 2023. This year we have broken the county's millage rate down into segments to illustrate some of the larger services um, and equate a mill millage to that for uh, what the county provides. There are many counties in the state of Georgia who um, adopt their millage rate in similar manner. We feel that this provides more information to the county residents to better understand the millage as a whole um, and again, the millage rate is proposed um, on what we need to fund our FY24 budget. There's no extra, it's just this is what we need to break even. There are a couple of assumptions we used in calculating this year's millage rate that I wanted to point out. Um, this millage assumes a 98% collection rate by the tax commissioner's office, which is in line with recent years. Um, additionally, the millage rate includes a budget reduction so once we got to this uh, millage rate process, as Chairman Lovett explained, we went back to the budget. What, what can we cut? What can we cut now? Um, and we determined that we could cut an additional 625,000 uh, for new pers fire personnel. They have um, some vacancies that they're trying to fill and these new personnel um, can be pushed to a future uh, fiscal year. These charts show a breakdown of the proposed millage rate by segment for both the unincorporated and other areas and the incorporated areas for Hinesville. These charts show a breakdown of the proposed millage rate for all the taxing agencies of the county for both the unincorporated and other and the incorporated city of Hinesville. Um, please note that these are based on proposed millage rates that have not yet been adopted by all agencies. But for the unincorporated and incorporated other areas, the county portion of the total millage makes up about 50%. The Board of Education makes up 36%. For those residents that live in the city of Hinesville um, that receive you know, a different millage rate than the unincorporated areas, um, the county comprises 37% of the total millage and the Board of Education makes up 31%. Uh, the city of Hinesville itself comprises 20% of its millage. We have added this slide, uh, which is the notice of property tax increase that the county advertised in the newspaper to address some questions and concerns we have received. Um, this advertisement is very misleading, um, and we wanted to stress the fact that we do not expect the county's property taxes to increase by 35% this year. This calculation is one that is required by the state of Georgia um, and based on a rollback rate. And it's a complicated and convoluted uh, process, but it's not, it's not reality. It's not based on the actual projections um, that the county expects to increase its tax rate. Um, something else we have received quite a few comments on is the homeowner's tax relief grant. This was signed into law by the governor of Georgia um, in March of 2023. 
This allows for a one-time reduction of $18,000 on the total assessed value um, and will be shown as a credit on your tax bill. Please note, however, that this only applies to residential taxpayers that receive the homestead exemption. Um, so your second homes, rental properties, commercial properties, these properties do not qualify. This will automatically be applied to your tax bill and no action is required by the homeowner this year to receive it. This is a one-time reduction uh, given by the state um, and should not be expected or counted on in future years. Um, I have included some millage rate examples to show the proposed change for the 2023 property taxes for residential homeowners. Um, this is for the county's portion of the millage rate only. Uh, the first example is for a home valued at $150,000 in the unincorporated uh, or other incorporated areas of the county. Um, there are two charts. The chart on the left is the 2023 uh, calculations and the chart on the right is 2022. The first column on the left chart um, assumes a no change in value to the property value, which as we know, we had a reassessment this year and is unlikely for most of us, I guess. Um, the second column in the left-hand chart assumes a 20% increase in property value. And this does not necessarily mean that that's what your property uh, increased in value. This is just purely a hypothetical. Um, but for the home that's value that did not change, um, there was actually a decrease in taxes using, using that new millage rate um, compared to last year. And you're probably asking, well, how can my property taxes decrease if we increase the millage? Um, and it is due to that $18,000 tax credit from the government or from the state. Um, the second column, I've lost where I am. Um, the second column that has a 20% increase built into the value um, shows a current increase in the county's portion of the property tax bill of $10. I've also ran the same calculations for a home that's valued at $250,000 in the same area of the county, the unincorporated and or the other areas that include the cities such as Midway, <coughs> Gum Branch, et cetera. Um, same as the previous slide, the chart on the left is the 2023 calculations using our proposed millage rate. Uh, the one on the right uses the actual millage rate from 2022. For a home valued at 250,000 with no change in value um, from the previous year, there would be a reduction in property taxes of $14. Um, this, I also wanted to show an example of the property that increased in value by 20%, just a rough estimate, a hypothetical, um, and a $250,000 home that increased 20% in value. Uh, the total increase in property taxes is $276. I've also ran these same calculations um, for if you're a resident in the city of Hinesville. Um, the first one is the $150,000 home. Um, I'll just summarize the 20% increase in value on $150,000 property. Uh, 
would expect to receive an increase in tax for the county portion of the tax bill by $20. Increasing that value, though, increases, obviously, the amount of tax you're going to have to pay. Um, still getting that $18,000 credit from the state of Georgia, um, a $250,000 home in the city of Hinesville that increased 20%, we would expect an increase in the county portion of the property taxes of $277. And just remember, I'm only talking about the county's portion of the millage. Um, we can certainly apply the, the full millage um, with all the taxing agencies using the same formula. Um, this is just the county's portion. And that completes my presentation. Okay. Thank you, Ms. Samantha. At this time, we're gonna allow our public participation. If you don't put that first screen up again that has the protocol, I ask everybody to please be mindful of that so we can get through this and hear everybody who has to has to present, and I would hope that those persons who presented earlier would allow the persons who haven't presented, you know, to speak this evening, try to accommodate everybody, but I certainly would hope those who have spoken previously would allow those who have not <coughs> opportunity. I'm not going to screen the list, but I just hope that's the case. All right. Mr. Brown. Mr. Greg Helms. Mr. Helms. Just say your name, sir, when you come to the microphone. <coughs> Thank you, uh, Greg Nelms. Nelms, and, uh, okay. Had a hip replacement with my neighbor the other day, so <laughs> we're, we're, we're making it through it. That, that was quite interesting. I, uh, I appreciate the presentation. I appreciate the background on the budget and how you get there. I've uh, been through a few budget processes in, in my day as well. And, and I'm sure the Georgia Department of Revenue would like to know that you discount their methods. That's, that's not how this works here. The Department of Revenue requires the standardized methods for the five-year tax levy so the consumers can be informed and have some protection for ourselves. Uh, and that's where I gathered most of the information that I've got. Um, we are concerned that the most recent announcement about the millage rate increase in our property taxes by 35% in the unincorporated area, 19% in the incorporated area, 33% in the other incorporated areas. You know, these increases will impact all of us that live in Liberty County. And given the last few years of rising inflation, increased prices for food, energy, other items, interest rates going up, and, and now we have a, uh, a millage rate increase to deal with. According, according to your own reports, you know, Liberty County expenditures have doubled from 2019 to the 2024 budget items. Doubled. Doubled from what? 27 million? Um, fortunately for you, property values have been great here. We've had an $850 million increase in property value since then. Um, you, you've as we saw there, you have additional assessments. And if it weren't for our pocketbooks, with that, the county would be darn near close to broke. And fortunately, we can suffer that pain. We can, we can pay those. A lot of us can. 
You know, I, I took the time to review the property digest and five-year history of levies for Liberty, Bryan, Chatham, Glenn. And, um, and I hear this argument about you're, you're surprised about uh, being a coastal community. How in the world are you surprised? We had 2017, we had Irma, we had property loss here. So I went and I was like, well, how surprised was Glenn and Chatham and McIntosh? And I'm looking at the information I got from the Georgia Department of Revenue. The red line is Liberty County. They're not surprised. They're not having a 35% increase. They're not, having, they're not having the woes that we're having. So I'm, I'm questioning why we're here. I mean, we're even outpacing, outpacing inflation. You know, what gives? You know, we have fixed income residents here. Well, all residents for that matter. Fixed income, low income. We're not the wealthiest county in, in, in the state of Georgia. You know, people come here to live, uh, to retire. Uh, fixed in income retirees may be forced to scale back, sell their homes. Small businesses may suffer. You know, eventually home sales may weaken and and potential residents may go to neighboring counties. You know, I'm not going to pay $4 a gallon for gas when I can get it for two here. It's the same principle. We're all managing our pocketbooks. Uh, this county has to also. You know, th there is a major problem here, and I appreciate the fact that uh, you're rolling up these budgets from your department heads. We need to sharpen those pencils. We need to go back. We need to hold their feet to the fire. I work for the federal government. I do a budget every year. I've never had one crack at it. I get to do it three, four times, five times. Travel. How many hotel stays? We, we drill it down. Let's, we can get there. But, but something is wrong. As I keep looking at, at these reports I'm getting from the state, I went to the uh, University of Georgia today and got uh, comparisons for 2022 of all counties. And I'm looking, and I'm looking at some of these line items, and I'm like, Man, we either, we're either not trying hard enough or we don't care. I think your time is. Three million bucks for up, risk Mr. management? We need more detail on that. Yeah. yeah. We, we need so much more. But I will wrap it up. I know people have things to say. Yes, Thank you, sir. Um, when I see outliers like this, when I look at other counties, you know, I have to ask you why. We need more communication from you. We need more detail from you. We need more action from you. You need to get to these department heads, and you can't give them everything they ask for. They can make it work. You can make it work. You must justify this increase. If it's due to your own overspending, correct it now. You must reconsider this millage rate increase. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And I'm not going to try with Cassie's last name. But I'll let you tell me what it is. I'm it's Alejandro, but they just had to put my name in case I wanted to ask a question later on Friday. Okay, thank All you. Right. Uh, Kay, Janice, or David? One it says one will speak. No, we were going to yield our time to Mr. Jones. Thank you so much. Thank you, John Underwood. I'll pass. Thank Thanks, you, sir. Mr. Underwood. Uh, Martha Dykes. Martha Dykes. Ms. Dykes. She's coming. My 
my name is Martha Dykes. I know you very well remember me. Uh, not quite afraid to uh, share my feelings. So when I hear about this property tax, tax increase, you know, that's, that's frightening. That's frightening, especially to us seniors. Um, Ms. Richardson pointed out a few factors for the increase. She said that the county's property insurance was increased. Well, guess what? Mine was too. So was theirs. Uh, she said because we are a coastal county, we are having to pay more. Well, guess what? We are too. Uh, and uh, well, guess what, Mr. Lovett? It turns out that our county, all our, Mr. Lovett says that our county is out of control. Well, guess what, Mr. Lovett? It turns out, I'm sorry. She said because our coastal county, we are having to pay more. And we all are having to pay more. Ms. Richardson went on to say that the county cut a million dollars from the budget request. And then, Mr. Lovett, you said, I think we've done a good job. I'm quoting this from the Coastal Courier article. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Mr. Lovett, but we citizens don't think that you've done a really good job. We think that you need to go back and visit the avenue of must-haves again. Uh, she also stated that the county is trying to restore its fund balance, which was used to balance last year's budget. That doesn't sound too good either, does it, Mr. Lovett? When I was in high school, I took a basic math class which taught how to maintain a balance sheet and a budget. Sounds to me like somebody needs to go back to school in our county. We citizens, and especially we senior citizens, are having a difficult time trying to make ends meet just being on a fixed income, and it's not easy. I'm 75 years old, I'm a widow, and I'm still having to work, and it's very difficult to live on a, to balance a budget. I can't go to my boss and say, hey, I need more money. But you can overextend and then expect us to dig deeper in our pockets. If I have to budget and do without, then I think you leaders need to learn how to do a better budget and learn how to budget the people's money a little bit better. You need to loosen the ropes of oppression that you so tightly hold around our necks. You are proposing to squeeze us and suffocate the very life out of the very ones who bring life to Liberty County. In the Bible it says, surely oppression makes a wise man mad. Just look at the citizens of Liberty County. Not only will you see mad faces, but you see frightened faces. People are afraid. They're afraid of losing their homes, of losing their properties. You know, you're supposed to be good stewards of the people's money. 
cost of living is almost out of reach for some of us, and it's causing undue hardships. We're overburdened by this economy, and you want to raise our taxes. I stood here just a very few months ago pleading my case for no warehouses. We all know how that ended. So I already know by past experience that my being here really basically is a waste of my time. I already know how the majority of you are going to vote, and I also know that this mere three minutes that you give us is simply to placate us. In spite of all of that, I here I stand again, simply asking you to say no to this proposed tax increase. If you don't, we, the taxpaying citizens, are simply no more to this county than mere victims of your continued invasive policies. Thank you very much. Thank you. Lou Smith. Oh boy. I'm Lou Smith. I was a Ginner. Oh, Let me just come up here, Lou. Oh, yes, I got to get up here. My bad. I wanted to get in Joey's ear. <laughs> uh, a little bit of history here. My family, Joey's family, a lot of families, came to Hinesville in the early 1920s or before. They came here because they were run off from Fort Stewart. A lot of the people that were at Taylor's Creek for the Fort Stewart installation. That has nothing to do with this. I know that, sir. But it's important because if y'all bring us into this, and, and the thought of y'all not knowing that this bust at the coast was going to happen, that is not true because Liberty County has meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, which are so expensive to bring the county down to St. Simons or wherever y'all decide to have your little retreat of planning and spend all that time and money and resources down there. When, you, when we all address these ideas way back in 2000 or long before. Just gonna make sure you use your time wisely now. Okay, all right, well, let's hit one then. How about a traffic count? Have we ever got a traffic count of east of um, 95 yet? Y'all don't think that's important? How does that apply to? How does it apply to it? Because yeah. all these warehouses and what yeah. we're doing, that affects yeah. us, because y'all haven't yeah. even talked about yeah. the roads yet. Have you, sir? No, we haven't. Okay, well that comes no, first. No, no. Infrastructure uh, usually uh, comes first. Use your and it's between 17 and, 80 and um, use 95. Your, use your time wisely. Use okay. your time wisely. All right, um, let's see. The fixed income residents. How many people do y'all know out there that live in family dwellings? I'm talking probably the poorer sections like Riceboro, Lower Midway, some of the areas in Midway that are on a fixed income less than $1,000 a month. They probably have property that is heirs' property. They can't get a clear title to it. So they're doing all they can to get the taxes paid on that little bit of property as they are. Of course, I live at the coast, which mine has really been um, inflated. We have a lot of traffic. Your time of your meetings, commissioners, is not very good for the working individual. Y'all, And I know there's a lot of people that work that would like to attend these meetings, okay? They can't just break off of their job and come at noon or at five because they have responsibilities. They have a job, just like y'all have a job, to, to represent us, us, 
the people that pay your bills. I was in finance for 30 years. This is the most bizarre thing I have ever seen in my life. Thank you, Ms. Yetta. Our meetings are at 5 and 6 o'clock. Randall Edwards. Thank you all. Thank you. I don't need a bunch of papers to go by. All you all going to probably do get voted on. And, and that, that's what you're looking at. I have never in my life or either heard of tax increases like this. I have other properties I have to pay taxes on. Never have they gone up like this. This property goes up every year. I don't understand some of this, all right? She gave a great presentation. The 35% tax increase that they put in that paper, you talk about get some feathers ruffled, that's all for feather, feather ruffles right there. And I, I appreciate the, the, uh, the lady that spoke a while ago. She was dead on it. But this will get voted on. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Ms. Richardson tried to address that 35%. She did her very best to, to address that. Robert. Well, what's going to happen yeah. next year? Yeah. It's going to all be in there sooner or later. Robert yeah. Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, my name is Robert Daniels. I got kind of flat-footed on here, so I'm going to <laughs> shoot from the hip. Come on. Um, thank you, Chairman, Board of Commissions. Um, Y'all have a hard job, I understand. We do. I'm part of public service myself, and I'm almost counted to, and 35% is way, way. Our, my property down here is, since 2019 has went up 20% just on taxes just for the millage rate or whatever. I don't know why it went up the 20% for the last four four years, but it has. Now y'all want to do 35% in one year? That's, that's kind of unheard of. I don't get, I can't get a raise of 35%, and I don't think anybody else can, you know, unless you start doing something different. But um, the other thing too, these big warehouses, do they not pay taxes? I mean, y'all smiling. Yeah. I'm, I'm asking. Yeah. They don't have to pay taxes. The, the, the warehouses are not a part of what we what we're dealing with tonight. Yes, they are. No, they're not. No, they're not. Well, wait a minute. They tear uh, they tear up roads a lot worse than I do. Yeah, and, you, and you heard Miss? Did you hear Miss Samantha address the 35 percent? Did you hear that? It was one of her slides that she had trying to explain that. What about? But well, why? Why do they not have to pay taxes? Yeah, I lost my train of thought. Oh, oh. Also, when it comes <laughs> when it comes to your appraised values, that's done through the tax assessor's office, not through the county commission's office. That's downstairs. Yeah. Well, that's downstairs. The facts are though, twenty percent is twenty percent. It don't matter. I mean, it comes out of my pocket. And she's going by rules that she has to go by, but that's not us. That's downstairs. And I, I don't want to. Let's use your time wise. I, I understand that. All right. Listen, listen, one, uh, he's speaking. But, but if we, we've speaking. already got a 20% increase in, in four years, which is hard enough to swallow, but now we're going to go 35%. And I, I don't, it don't matter to me who's pulling it out of my pocket, mm -hmm. but my pocket matters. Yeah, I hear you. You follow me? You I know what yes, I'm I do. You know? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Sharpen your pencils. Yes, we all, yes. I live by a budget. Everybody else, I mean, you should, everybody should. But anyway, we do sharpen too. your pencils, guys. Y'all can do it. Y'all can do it. Get those heads, get them to get them do the right thing. 35% is way too much. Right. Thank you, sir. There were some more things, but I can't think of them. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, sir.
Charlie Backus. Good evening. Thank you all. I'm Carly Backus. I live oh. on Colonel's Island. Um, and I'm really fairly new to the area, so I was shocked, to say the least, when I heard about this increase. And I really don't have any comments. I have questions. Is that permissible to ask you questions and you answer them? We, we, no, you, have to, you need to write those down. I did, sir, a couple yeah. of days ago, and I have not gotten a response. Who'd you, who'd you write them to? Who'd you? Um, it went to you, Mr. Lovett, and Marion Stevens. <laughs> And I haven't gotten a response. I did, well, not we'll, get, I did not receive any questions. I'm looking at my email right now. Yeah. But, oh, but tonight's I not a not night to ask. We, but we'll get, you email them to us? Yes, sir. Can you um, see those gentlemen will get your information? Yes. Those gentlemen. So I, so I can't ask you questions? I'm, I'm just seeking, I'm trying, I'm seeking to understand. Yeah. Well, this, this, this is not a... Uh, uh, Question, answer, question, answer kind of session. Now. now, if you want to highlight some things, you can highlight that. But let us, get, if you if you indeed email them to us, just, um, well, they're going to make sure that we get your Let me just read my questions out loud. Apparently, you're not willing you to answer that. them, but I'll read them out you do, loud. You can do that. Um, you can do that. So my first question is, how does Liberty County compare to other Georgia counties in their millage rates? Okay. Even if it's on a per capita basis, just, you know, compare apples to apples. Okay. How do we compare to other counties? Because gotcha. that would be a really good report card of how okay. you guys are doing. Um, and then my second question was, uh, that's a very poor report card if that's what I'm looking at. Um, I noticed the sharp increase in exemptions in 2023 on the chart there in the presentation, but I didn't really hear an explanation in that chart for why that increase was there. I didn't understand why there was that sharp increase in exemptions. We'll I, di I didn't get that. We'll go it, back it, over that and slide. I didn't know if that was due to the largest three exemptions that you did list mm -hmm. there or a different category. Uh, what, what is responsible for that sharp increase? Um, and my third question is, why do we offer the highest level of Freeport? Um, why not reduce that to that red level where most of the state, most of the other counties are? Um, if we offer that highest level because the public, us, voted on it, then can we put it up for vote again to get it re reduced down to that red level so that these warehouses are, are paying more? Can we put it up for vote again? Because, I mean, I just moved here in April. I'll vote to go to the red instead of the whatever color we are, the highest level. Um, and then um, I see that the budget in the presentation has more than doubled in three years because of insurance and salaries. That seemed to be the biggest chunk of it. Um, on the insurance side, I know when my insurance increases, I shop around. And so I'm just curious what, why did that increase, why was that increase so much and what have you done to shop around for a better rate? I, I know I shop around when, I, when my insurance goes up. What have you guys done to get better insurance? And for the salaries, although I agree salaries should be at market level, I'm just curious about what market survey you did. You know, who did that for you? Is that publicly available? Are you now at or are you above market market rate for everybody's salaries? Um, 
it just seems like this was a big salary increase for everybody. Uh, and I'd also like to know uh, what those new positions were that were added and why those new positions were necessary. Um, and then my last question is, why did we totally take over the EMS services from the hospital? Um, I need a lot more explanation around that. Um, why, why was it a total takeover instead of us just supplementing their services if we didn't think their services were good enough? Um, it's my understanding that that hospital was operating at a deficit um, and that you guys were aware that they were operating at like a million dollar deficit on the EMS. So why would we agree to take that over? I just, I don't understand. So those were my questions yeah. and we'll I'll wait your for your response. Thank you. We'll get mm -hmm. your answers. I will say while the next person is coming, a lot of the questions she asked have been answered during our regular meetings when we have open meetings and we live stream them. A lot of things she addressed have been discussed openly, voted on openly. They don't just happen tonight. They voted on openly, discussed openly. Jim Waldrop. <laughs> Evening. Uh, my name is Jim Walter. I'm a resident of Colonel's Island. My family's had property down here since the mid-60s. Um, moved down permanently about four years ago. And I can, I just uh, have a couple of, uh, maybe one's an observation and one's a question. What is your vision for this county? What is going to drive businesses to want to come here? We have... From what I see, the only infrastructure we have on this side of the county is IGA, IGA, to buy our groceries. There are no restaurants to speak of. There are no shops to shop at, hardly. And there has got to be, if you want to go up and charge us 35% more money on our millage rates, what's in it for us? The only thing I get out of this county is almost run off the road once a week at least by those damn dump trucks going up and down the road 70 miles an hour. You have, you have things that attract businesses and people with money that want to come here and invest and live. And it's a good place to live. But you don't think Greenville, South Carolina, everybody's been there. You see what they did to that town. They had a vision 30 years ago. Where are we going to be? And why, how are we going to get there? Savannah started with her Sykes Plaza. Everybody should understand that that's been to Savannah, what River Street means to that city. What vision do we have except paying you guys more money for nothing? And this Freeport crap is enough to make your head spin because all I'm doing is paying my tax dollars for these guys to enrich themselves off my money. I get nothing out of these warehouses. And that's, that's, that's kind of what I see when I move here. I moved here from Newton County up near Atlanta, and I saw, saw what the county commission did up there. They sold themselves very cheaply to Metro Atlanta, and we're doing the same thing here because we can do a lot better than what we're doing. It's a beautiful place to live. There's so much to offer, but you guys got to have a vision. That's all I got to say. Thank you, sir. Susie Walker. Hey, y'all. Hello. Susie Walker. I live in Sunbury. I guess we call that East Side. I didn't know that. I've lived here three years, I guess. Owned the house five. Was on Airbnb for a little while. 
We kill it down there on the coast. It's awesome, right? Um, love it here. I'm 14 years on city council, four years mayor pro tem before moving here. I resolved my position, came here thinking I was going to retire, coming here thinking my county and my city was managed well. I'm not saying it's not. It's hard. And I, I hate it for you guys because I know what it feels like. And I have delivered terrible news to my residents before. Nothing like this. Um, for, for me, I want to know what are we doing to resolve this. I have heard no plan of action. I've heard nothing about trying to balance our commercial tax base with our residential. Our residential tax base cannot continue to shoulder the burden of these taxes. Mm -hmm. We can't. It's, it's, it's not doable. And it's continued year after year. So it's kind of like the reason of insanity. You just keep doing the same thing, no different results. We have to have some kind of plan. I had a great conversation with Justin, several with Justin, some with Al Williams. There is so much to do here, guys. We need to have a plan of action. We need to have someone that's an economic developer hired as a consultant. If you don't want to pay tax or you don't want to pay uh, for health insurance, things like that, consulting, man, there's so much to be done with consulting. Reach out to GMA, reach out to your other resources. There's so many good people out there, so many good people. We have beautiful land, beautiful property, access to 95. There's so much we could do, so much we can do. We can do things with SPLOST. We don't have to just put in a road. We can do th uh, things with grants. Do we have anybody researching grants to help with our blithed areas? Do we have any kind of plan of action like that? Um, economic developers, they can come in as a consultant. We hired them. My city went from 7,000 people to 32,000. We went from nothing to a AAA city. In this last year, because of what we did for our residents, we just reduced our millage rate this year. Who does that? because we were physically responsible. We have got to have something outside the box. And again, I, you guys live here, it's beautiful. There's so much to be done. There's so much property still available. You can go out through, I don't know if you have DDA, do we have Downtown Development Authority? What do we have in our county? Yes. You can filter property through that. You can make money through SPLOST. You can buy property, filter it through your DDA, find someone, your economic developers will find people that will come here. I came here, many people will come here. So will businesses. We've got to do better. And we can't, the logistics, that was an easy grab. I understand that, I understand, easy grab. Yeah, yeah. But if they're not giving us the tax money yeah. that we need. Again, I just want to say, we cannot continue as a residential community, as your residential tax base, we can't continue to shoulder this. Please, we've got to have a plan of action. I'd be happy to help. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Ed Gibbons. I appreciate the opportunity to be here tonight. Gentlemen, ma'am, not so much for the opportunity to be in front of you. I'm just grateful to be alive because I almost got <laughs> run off the road on my way here tonight to pick up Mr. Waldrop by one of those dump trucks doing 70 or so on a curve. I, was, I went off the road because he was in my lane. Okay, so what? Who cares? This isn't the forum for that, but it is. How much of this comes from the east side, all of the development that's already been done or in process, is it more than zero? You work in the tax department, can you give me a number? 
I don't work in the tax. You don't work in tax. Pardon me? Okay. But is there a number? Is there any understanding of how much money has been given away? I know it's too late for the warehouses, and it's too late for the manufacturing plant. But, you know, when I almost get killed coming here to exercise my right to bore you for, over decisions that you've already made, then what's the point? You know, every time I drive by there, I'm going to look and see, God, you know, how many all these jobs that are going to be uh, given to Liberty County. Really? All right? So, you know, look around, look at all these lovely young people in here that are going to spend the rest of their not that long lives in Liberty County. Uh, hey, you want to hasten the demise by, you know, forcing us out so that you can have all this development on one side of the county well, then you'll reap the benefits of that. I endorse heartily what was said before me, but, you know, that's the problem with politics. Experience really can be fatal. Thank you. Thank you. Was there anybody I missed on the list? Because I think I went through Randall. And did I get Ron Edwards? Nope. There you are. Come on. All right. Ron Edwards, thank you. I appreciate it. And I appreciate what you guys do, but you guys are the buffers and you guys are the ones we kind of hold responsible or, or act for us. And there's been a lot said. I'm not going to rehash all of it, but you got to look at 35%. What would you do? Are you getting a 35% raise? Are we getting a 35% raise? And I had a question about what is real growth? What does that encompass? Because I am a believer of impact fees. There's no free ride. And I, I listened to one of Mr. Frazier's meeting online, and he talked about that calendar or the state that he held up in the red line, stuff like that. If it's not good for the residents, then don't let it happen. We don't need business like that. We need business to bring in money so that the residents don't have to foot the bill for all of this. Pass on the cost. Change something that we don't have to eat it. I came here. I have property in Palm Beach County, and I'm matching, and I know what I'm getting for my tax dollars. I've been here for four years, and every year my wife gets the tax bill, I go, what are we getting for it? I can't tell you what we're getting for it. I see police cars. Now I see a fire department that we can't afford. When I was on a town council for a town, we tried to take over the fire department and couldn't afford it, so we said no. We had to do something different. The other county took it over for us. But if we can't afford it, we have to cut it, and we can't keep doing this because... I'll tell you, I thought I was going to retire here, but I've been here four years, and we're on the fifth year of tax increases. I'm going to look for somewhere else to retire. I can transfer from my job, go somewhere else. I don't want to do it. It's a beautiful area. It really is. So I just need you guys to sharpen it, look at it better, because 35% is really unacceptable in anybody's budget. I've never seen it myself either. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Ms. Carmen. You want to come in and uh, try to educate? Um, I know you have to leave. Uh, <laughs> just, just a little bit on um, Ms. Carmen Cole is. Well, she does a lot. She wears a lot of hats, but she, tonight she's representing the Liberty County Development Authority. Good evening, Mr. Lovett and board. Um, 
I, I'm, I'll speak briefly about from the development authority side, and I realize I've heard a lot of complaints about the industrial authority and all the growth and the, the, the growing pains, I'll call it. Um, but we are, um, the, those, some of those industries over there are paying taxes. Um, they may not be paying all of it right now, but they will pay. They are on a schedule of time and those taxes will get paid. Um, they jo the jobs are being created. And that's what our mission was when it was created in 1958, was to create jobs for our citizens in Liberty County. And more than 50% of the jobs by these companies, and that is growing, are created by those <coughs> companies there. May not seem like that, and they're going to Liberty County folks. We are growing. Um, I, I realize I drive those roads, and some of them are very dangerous, and I, you know, we hate that, but we want to see the growth. Um, we, we want to see the growth because we want to see Liberty County grow overall and be prosperous. It, so I, I will say that, you know, we, Freeport has grown. The exemption has grown. That has been due to um, a, a vote that was put to the taxpayers several years ago and passed. Um, that has been essential to, to growing the distribution facility for Target, for example, and for some others. And those will continue. And those jobs are paying upwards of $18 an hour now and more. Please in some be cases. respectful, ladies and gentlemen. Please be so respectful. So I, I, I can appreciate where some of these folks are coming, and I, I hate that there's, they're disgruntled. Um, my understanding, though, and I, I keep hearing you say that 35%. It, it, I think there is a little, there's, there's a misunderstanding of what that really, that number isn't 35%, it just looks like it. It's a calculation. So I really, I, it, it really is, it's a calculation. So if someone could go back and take a look at that and understand how it, and Samantha, you did a great job. I'm, I'm sorry about that. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm, I, I hope folks can take a, can look at the big picture. This group, along with others in this community, are doing their best to try to be, um, thoughtful and um, preparing us for the future. Um, I realize it's, it's growing pains. I have friends that live on the, east on the east end of the county. I happen to live on the west end of the county. We've seen our share on 15th Street over the years, so I, I can appreciate that, those increases. But I, I, from an industrial development um, perspective, you know, be patient. We are trying to improve the infrastructure. We're all trying to work together. Our goal is to improve the prosperity of the citizens of Liberty County with jobs. And that's what we see ourselves doing. And just ask for a little patience from the citizens here. Okay. So. And we had just, we, we advertised our three public hearings for the Liberty County Development Authority. Yes, sir, we did. And none of you all showed up. We had our final one this morning at 10 o'clock. None of you all showed up. None of you all showed up. No, sir. And we meet monthly. We, we meet monthly. You have the opportunity to come to, to those meetings. All right. Thank you, Ms. Coleman. You got to go make an airport run. The office is available for, for follow up. All right. Um, that's that's it, commissioners. Before we let's see, uh, um, help me out now. Um, the public hearing is over. Right. Adjourn out of public hearing.
Actually, yes, sir. What, you, what you'll do is consider the resolutions uh, for the millages. Okay. Mr. So Matthew, you've got those. Okay. I do. Let me find my papers. Mr. Chair. Let me find my papers. Mr. Chair. Uh, Chair. I'm sorry. Are we going to do like we did today? Oh, I, we, we can. Let's, let's do it the same way, how, like how we did it right. today, and keep it fair. All right, let's see. I think, uh, but today was all public here. Let's, uh, well, go ahead. We'll, we'll do them with All right, let me say this. Thank everyone okay. for coming. As a commissioner for Liberty County, I do not like to say raise taxes. I've never promised to say I'll lower taxes. <clears throat> but there's some things that I've looked into and I think we're gonna bring it up December. It might be a little late for this this year. Yeah. Excuse me. But some things I have looked into is our permits for inspections. <clears throat> They're very low. For an industry permit in Liberty County, it's $990. In Brunswick, Georgia, it's $272,000. Hinesville, Georgia, is $102,000. Bryan County is $144,000. Single family dwellings, it's 550, but we got an industry sitting at 990. We have got to take a look at that and a serious look at that ASAP. Now, <clears throat> this is the same information that I put out today, and that's why I want to do it now and be fair about it. Like I said, I do not have a joyous occasion of raising taxes because whatever we do, whatever we say up here, it affects everyone up here. To include me, which and I'm retired. Now, <clears throat> there's a few things <clears throat> I like to make mention of. When we took over EMS a couple of years ago, it was mentioned by me to say, let's try and reduce the millage rate at the hospital. Because we took on about 48 of their employees. Not saying the hospital is not doing a good job, but we reduced some of their expenditures by the county commissioners taking over these employees. But the hospital was allowed to keep the same millage rate that they had all the time before. But it throwed a bigger burden on the county commissioners. All of that is, is embedded into what we're looking at now. I say also <clears throat> another issue that we got is we need to shop around for insurance. I heard several mention of that out there tonight. We do need to shop around for insurance. And like you say, if it's high, let's look around. And I'm saying that as a commissioner. What the rest of the commissioners has to say is up to them. 
Also, industries, I love to see them come, but industries must learn to pay their fair share of taxes because this puts a bigger burden on fire service, EMS, law enforcement, and the homeowners are paying the responsibility of some of these industries that are not paying their fair share in Liberty County. Thank you. We can't do it without the public. We have public hearing already. Okay. Yeah. I can't hear. Commissioner Smith, you got anything? Yes, Mr. Chairman. I do appreciate the opportunity to serve and being on the Finance Committee myself and the rest of the, my fellow commissioners, and we have uh, went through and we've cut many items, a little over seven million, as Ms. Uh, Richardson stated. Um, and it's not an easy task. When in this morning we had a room full of our department heads and, and some citizens in here, and we cut um, their budgets and, and their personnel that they wanted. But on, in the end, um, we we came up with the, you know, in having to implement our new salary study for those employees to get them, you know, retention right now is really high uh, in some areas, in some areas it's not, because we have a lot of industry in this area, not necessarily in East End, but all over in the, within an hour range of driving. So, we, you know, we had to implement that. We did the study uh and uh implemented that and that was some of the um expense that we had been also the insurance hopefully next year we won't have that we'll be able to roll back i'm not sure but i would hope so because we had that growth and we really really look forward to that real growth because we have seen all the rooftops being built we've seen all that and it it, it was on the digest a lot we thought it was but in the end we had uh, these other um, expenses that we all have uh, that came upon us, and uh, they've got to be paid for. We've got to keep the, the county running. And I think that our department heads do a good job and that we've asked them to cut back, and they've cut. Some of them do not use all of their budget. Even though we approve their budget, they may not use all the expense or the money that we have allotted to them. Uh, but I appreciate you all coming. It means a lot. And I wish you would come back for our monthly meetings if you can. I understand, you know, the working folks may not be able to be here, um, but maybe they will. But I appreciate your input and being able to be here, and maybe you'll come back and be with us again. I was flying in this week, and I know this may not have anything to do with it, but a guy was on the plane. He sat next to me, and he said, I'm coming to look for a house from Illinois because they're, they're, they're coming to uh, to uh, Tradeport East, a furniture company. And he says, I'm going to look for a house in Richmond Hill. And I said, why Richmond Hill? I said, why don't you come to Liberty County? But anyway, they're moving in. It's not necessarily just military. They are moving in because of the jobs that are being created on the east end of the county. And, uh, you know, that's where it landed. We looked for that to explode down there many years ago before I ever became a commissioner, and it's finally there. And uh, because of the interstate, 
But uh, I thought that that was a good point in, in helping him to be able, and I told him all the good things about Liberty County and what's happening here. And we got a lot of good people. A lot of people are retiring here, and it's not just the military. No. It's everyday people, blue-collar jobs, whatever. They're coming to Liberty County. They love the coast. They love what we have to offer. And um, I just appreciate y'all being with us tonight. You good? Mr. Chairman, I would like to thank the public for all of y'all comments and coming out and being patient with us during this whole process. Um, I'm the, I guess, newest member of the board. Um, I've been going on uh, into my third year now. And uh, I must say that a lot of the comments that I hear from the disgruntled um, residents I agree with most of them. I agree with a majority of them. Um, the reason I don't say a lot, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, it would be easy for me to step on toes. Decisions that have been made prior to today. We just didn't get here overnight. Um, I think one of our commissioners said we've raised the millage rate last seven or eight years in a row. Um, I wasn't here then. A lot of the decisions that were made to get us where we at, I don't necessarily agree with. But I am a part of this board, and I do not doubt for one moment that the decisions we made make are to for the betterment of the county, for the betterment of the residents. Um, do I think we needed 31 firefighters full-time? No. Do I think we needed to take over the EMS services without maybe getting something back in return, the millage rate in return? No, I don't. But I'm a part of this process, and um, we mean well. It doesn't necessarily come out the way it seems, but... Uh, all I could do is let my vote speak for itself. But I agree with a lot of the comments that the residents have. So y'all not alone. Thank you. Time to step on some toes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, uh, I, would, I too would like to thank everyone for the coming out and, and your comments and, um, and you were heard. You know, where it doesn't fall on deaf ears. I do know that um, a lot went into this budget. We had several budget meetings um, after the presentations from the constitutional officers, officers and the department heads, and and we've made some cuts. Um, and I think we, when we approved the budget back in June uh, for the July physical year. Um, we, you know, some of us voted against the budget because we felt like that um, when that budget is, a, if it was approved, it would increase taxes. And we were um, asked to, well, let's wait and see what the digest says. Well, the digest came and it's still required um, to fund this, still is going to require a millage increase. And I'm not for raising taxes. Um, I'll, I'll let everyone know that now. I'm not for raising taxes. Um, and, um, but I do know that a lot went into this. So it wasn't that we just 
threw something on the wall and hoped that it sticks. You know, we, we there was a lot of hard work. Um, I know, for, for instance, that um, one of the things that I always tell the board when we're going through the budget process that I want to take care of our hardworking employees. And, you know, I want us to always start from zero and put our employees in and give them a living wage. And then we can build around that. That's, that's, um, that's my thought. That's my thought process. And um, a lot comes with that. There, there are a lot of other things that make up this budget. Um, but, um, you know, when you add it all up, and it is an increase, a big increase. And it's just not something that, um, you know, that, that, I, that I want to support. You know, so I'll, um, you know, we'll have a chance to vote in a few minutes. And, um, you know, we'll vote at that time. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you. Yeah, thank you again, everybody that's here. Lou, good to see you. And um, I do want to say that a lot of hard work has went into this. I hope that the constitutional officers have took the heartache that we did with it. Um, I'm, I've been here since with, my dad came here in 1956 with the military when there was very, very little um, Lou Ann mentioned it. I mean, it, it was a small town, and we've seen a lot happen in the time that I've been here. Um, I did not want this job to get up here and raise taxes. I wanted to get up here and try to improve the quality of life. My dad bought a couple of lots at Sunbury, and I always thought, man, this would be a great place. Uh, actually, three of them, the only ones that was left in the old city of Sunbury. And um, I just said, well, there's nothing ever going to happen down here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to Hinesville, you know. I didn't care nothing about <coughs> being down there. And I left going this way, and Luann and her husband went that way. So um, I'm just here to say that it, it has been a, a challenging time for everybody. But I'm looking at a, a group of people here that's, I don't know, I don't know where everybody lives at, but most of you live beyond the railroad track. And just please understand something. There's another group that's on this side. We have to look out for everybody. And I don't want that to just fall on deaf ears. All of us up here have to look out for whoever we can. Fire protection. I don't know. You know, we've beat it around a little bit. We've tried to cut back. Um, and hopefully that we're doing the right thing. Uh, you don't never know till the house burns down. Uh, the hospital. It's burning. Well, I don't know. I don't believe it's burning tonight, sir. Which one's burning? It don't. That's not engaged. Well, I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm just going to say that um, you've got a group of people up here that's trying hard to do something. And I, um, I appreciate you being here and voicing your opinion. My decision will be made when I vote. Uh, I, I can tell you there's nothing that's been said out here tonight, pro or con, that is, is going to change me. I I've sit here and watched this county grow. And I've seen it under caretaker status when Fort Stewart didn't even have a general. So 
we want to we want to try to keep this place alive and there's nothing more important than EMS there's nothing more important than fire protection and police protection we can cut it the constitutional officers ask for these things and you've got to take them for their word that this is what they need to operate their business and that's what we do assessments have gone up but I'll guarantee you there's not a person in here that'll take what their assessed value is for your house tomorrow morning. If your house is excessed, you won't take that money for it. You'd want more. And that's the way everybody is. An assessment is that. So um, I do appreciate everybody being here. Uh, it, I'm sorry Miss Dykes left, but I can understand. So... Um, Please bear with us and just give us a chance, okay? All right, sir. So, Mr. Chairman, you actually have uh, four separate resolutions for consideration tonight. Um, one is for the hospital authority, one is for the Board of Education, and one is for the Development Authority, and then one is for the Board of Commissioners. Uh, and I think the first one for consideration is Board of Commissioners. I think fair to note that the Board of Commissioners, while they don't set the millage rates for those other entities, uh, have those recommended to them. If the Board of Commissioners fails to set a millage tonight, none of the other taxing agencies will be able to collect revenue either uh, for a period of time until the Board does set its millage levy so that tax bills can be sent out. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot in there. So uh, just, you know, I, I realize the Board of Commissioners is up first, but just for y'all's consideration. Okay. All right. Do you want to read them? Yes, sir. I'll read them out. So, uh, <coughs> as was advertised, uh, Liberty County Incorporated Hinesville General Operations 15.49 mills, EMS 1.83, Recreation 1.19, Liberty County Incorporated Other General 14.15, Fire 3.97, EMS 1.83, Recreation 1.19. Liberty County Unincorporated, General 14.15, Fire 3.97, EMS 1.83, and Recreation 1.19. That's what's before the board tonight. Commissioners, right. I'll be clear on the presentation. All right. I did, uh, uh, before I uh, take a motion, Mr. Brown, would you address the question about shopping around for the insurance. Yes, and I think Commissioner Stevens probably actually talking about health insurance. I think he remembers uh, on the property side of things, we did engage a broker who shopped 20 markets for property insurance. So it wasn't just, it wasn't just coastal counties changing with governmental insurance providers, which are much different than personal, uh, but it's also that ours is on a, re a total replacement value. So the other thing that had to happen is the county had to reassess all of its buildings for total replacement cost. So given the cost of construction increases, uh, that was very significant, obviously, for our assets to be covered. So, okay. yes, sir. Just one, one question. Now, Joey, you said that the, these other entities on here, the school board, the hospital, and the, and the development authority, they set their own millage. The, uh, as you were, the Board of Education does. Uh, development authorities <coughs> is set by local law or by statute actually to be exactly two mills and the uh, hospital authority is a recommending authority 
has a millage uh, that can be assessed pursuant to the Hospital Authorities Act in Georgia. Okay. But n nothing happens with them unless, until the county. Because the, because the county commission has to adopt a blanket levy that includes theirs and present that to the Department of Revenue mm -hmm. in order to be able to get the digest, to get the billing released, billings cannot happen until the Board of Commissioners sets a levy and adopts those. Now, it, territory had never been in. So, you know, is there a possibility for you to adopt millage rates for those other entities and not adopt a rate for you? Uh, don't know that. And could they still be billed? Don't know that. I would think at the least it would happen is the tax commissioner would then undergo two billing cycles, one for those other entities and then later one for you. Uh, you, if you do not adopt a millage tonight of some form or fashion at some rate, uh, would definitely have to, you know, at your next meeting we'll have a borrowing resolution because cash flow will stop. So basically we'll bring back a note for you to be able to borrow money from a financial institution. Thank you. <coughs> you way clear? All right. So chair entertain a motion. What was that toll toll um middle zone at Mr. Brown? Well, it's three. It's three separate, uh, Commissioner Stevens. Uh, talking about um, <clears throat> for the breakout. So it's not one set. Are you doing uh, the the county in Hinesville first? Well, um, Commissioner Walden, they're all included on one, so it would be a it would be a resolution that covered everything the county assesses for for its budget. Incorporated Hinesville, incorporated other, which is the other cities, and then the unincorporated area. So actually, you changed the process paperwork well no sir you used to you used to adopt a resolution mm -hmm. uh, for each of those individually but yes sir we had somewhat of an antiquated that's what looks a little confusing Sorry. I make a motion that we adopt the resolution and uh, we may we may wind up having to lower the millage on it mr. chairman but I'd, I'd like to make a motion that we adopt the resolution to do them all Okay, sir. Second. Second. Motion second. is second without the resolution. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's second. Uh, we always know that should we need to come back um, and find some other streams of revenue or, or, or find some other cuts that we can do that. Okay. Right, so the motion is second. We approve the resolution presented. Discussion. Just, just for clarification, so, and I guess for Commissioner Walden, so it's for the resolution that's presented? That's correct. Thank that's you. you said, yeah. But I, I, I did have discussion earlier on when we, when we started talking about the millage that um, it may or may not come in like you want it to come in. But I'm not going to go off out there and, and uh, raise anything else. It's going to stay where it's at. I think that's, that's how it works. Uh, you understand that? Mm -hmm. yes. They were on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 
right. All in favor, show of hands, please. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the one now that you're talking about, the county, yeah. the incorporated and the unincorporated, and, and mainly because it's listed in Hinesville, which is in my area there. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll right. make the motion. All right. And somebody, you second it. I second it. Second it. All in favor, show of hands, please. Yeah. Opposed? Motion passes. So, look, if we, if we uh, and Mr. Brown, correct me if I'm wrong, if, if there should be some avenue of cost savings in the future, we can always explore, explore that as well as some um, uh, departments may not uh, make the expenditures. So we, once again, may delay some like we've done in the past. All those yes, options are available to us. Mm -hmm. and, and also in that, Mr. Chairman, what are we looking at in fund balance now, Joey, if that insurance does change, if we've got to pay more? What is, what is our current fund balance as of the last closing of the books? Do you remember? Oh, the number of months? Right, at the end, end of the last month. It was like three. Three, three months. months. I think we brought around a minimum of three months, yes, sir. But you feel comfortable with that rate on the insurance? Well, those were the property insurance rates. No, I'm not talking about that. You talk about cost, on, our, yes, on ours for the buildings. Yes, sir, the cost is locked in. Okay. Yes, sir, the cost is locked in. How about getting me a report on each one of those buildings on the the cost of them? And um, that's that's no, in, in that uh, fee going up, that don't have anything to do with accidents, incidents. Mm -hmm. uh, no, not on that side. Anything we've got this tore up. No, sir, this not was on. Just okay. on buildings. Any of the constitutional officers stuff that's tore up? No, sir. Uh, generators or nothing? Right. Mr. Right. Brown, Mr. Brown, <clears throat> just to add on to what Commissioner Wallen is saying, let's do it on the uh, property, building, and let's see what we got on health insurance. Let's do all three. All right, Resolution Board of Education. <clears throat> Chairman, did, um, if you pass one, didn't then all of them go, or you still have? No, to sir. You have to. You individual. have to do them individually. Yeah, technically. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. We vote on this one. Then. But if, but hold on now. So if the first one fail, the rest of them fail. It, but if you vote, no, no, no. So the rest of them didn't fail. I'm sorry if I misled you. But but because you have to submit yours at the same time you take theirs to the Department of Revenue, the Revenue Department may not mm -hmm. let you go ahead and do a billing for those other entities if yours was not included. But I, I thought you said that the school board did their own thing, and but it was contingent upon us. The school board by law is, is not really a recommending agency. Mm -hmm. They are a taxing authority. And so they set their own tax rate, but the Georgia Department of Revenue requires their rate to be carried forward in your certificate that you take to them. So you have to acquiesce with their rate, so to speak. You can't change it, but it has to be on your levy sheet. It has to be shown on your levy sheet. I know it's confusing. Apologize. It's well, not like it, it's, it seemed like if, um, if we vote to approve the millage, as we just did, and the other ones are part of that, it seemed like it's all done. It's, it's, yeah, unfortunately, it's not done that way. Okay. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, you have to you have to vote to adopt their rate. Okay. 
All right, Liberty County Board of Education, 15.25 mills is what the school, school board is recommending. 15. Chair, and take the motion. That's the school board rec recommendation, yes? That is a school board. Okay. Not, Bas not basically, just, you're confirming what they have said. That's okay. all you're doing. Right. We'll I'll make that motion. Second. second. Motion second. Second. Okay. Dr. 15.25 for the school board. All in favor, show of hands, please. Have oppose the school board. Uh, all right, uh, Libby County Development Authority. Again, uh, Mr. Chairman, their rate is, is set by state law. So it has to be two mills, no more, no less. Chair, right. entertain a motion. I make a motion for approval on Development Authority millage of 2.0. Second. Second. All in favor, show your hands, please. And that is state law. Yes, sir. And the Liberty Regional Medical Center. Mr. Chairman, I make a motion we approve the hospital authority millage rate of 3.843. Second. Motion second, approve the hospital. 3.843. Uh, 3.843. You got it. Yes, ma'am. Further discussion? All in favor, show of hands, please, for the hospital, Liberty Regional. Opposition? Okay. All right. Can we? One more time. Uh, all uh, in favor of the hospital. Three. And opposition. Three. So we bring it back. Well, I'm not sure. What that entails, we'll have to do some research. Yeah. Whether that advertisement has to happen again and run, but again, it's going to go out on your tax bills. So until that rate is set, we cannot carry the levy to Atlanta, mm -hmm. and you will not be able to generate bills for any of those agencies. Okay. All right. uh, since my hospital people are here, would you all like to make a statement? Good evening. I'm Tammy Mims, the CEO at Liberty Regional Medical Center. We've heard a, an, uh, a lot of discussion about EMS. So several years ago, um, we've had uh, several groups of us meet from the county side and the hospital side to say where best does EMS uh, sit at uh, for the community. It then was decided from the group that it was um, more of a, a public service, public safety component. It's not a hospital service per se. Years ago, before my time, I came in 2019, years ago, there was an arrangement between the county and the hospital that the hospital manage it for the county. We never received funds nor additional millage rate for the EMS services. So I hear the comments of, we got it, but we didn't get anything back. We never received anything for it, so we didn't have extra to give back. The hospital, when I came in 2019, had not given raises for three years. All employees were not at market. Donald Lovett worked there for 45 Five. years and lived it. It was before my time. We had over $4 million of debt from vendors that we had not paid for years and about six days of cash on hand, 
and we had to make payroll every 14 days. That was the situation. We have made tremendous, tremendous improvements and impacts and saved lives during a pandemic and never once came before anyone in the community and asked for more. We just pitched in and tightened up and did the very best we could. Where the majority of hospitals in the state and all across the country for a pandemic went and survived by receiving more, we asked for nothing more. We just dug in and did very best. So I hope that helps the explanation of asking for something back we didn't receive anything. Our millage is for all of the uncompensated care for this community that we accept each and every day. We have a patient that's been there for 17 days that is a no pay, that lives in this county, that we will not kick to the street. We will continue taking care of that patient knowing that we will get not a dime because that is the service that we do for this community. The millage is for uncompensated care. It has nothing to do with EMS or the services. I'll be glad to answer any questions that anybody might have. I have one and not, you know, to bait this. <clears throat> so I heard you correctly that <clears throat> you have never received a dime to pay for EMS, the, 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 the employees? Correct. So. The hospital was generating that much money then. Were you all getting the same millage rate that you were getting now, which could be used at your discretion, right? Correct. Okay, thank you. And also, I'm, I sit on the hospital authority as the liaison between the hospital and the commissioners. This rate that they're asking for this year has not increased. It has stayed flat? Correct. That is correct. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Chairman, uh, yes, yes, sir. I'd like to make a comment. Um, of course, I've seen Ms. Mims a couple of times, and it's uh, I, the decision on having a hospital was um, something that you know was decided many, many years ago when it was actually moved over to the uh, place where it was at. There was a lot of Bickering, should it be in the county? Should it be in the city? Um, and for whatever reason. And um, a lot of people said, no, I'm just going to go to Savannah. I can go to Savannah. I, I don't need it. And um, I, in 2019, I visited that hospital from what little sh short memory I have about it. My wife tells me, and I've expressed this to Mr. Jones and Mr. Gillard and some of the other board members, I'm not sure, but I, um, the doctors up there said if there had to been a hospital there, and it was an emergency room doctor, and they put me on a helicopter and flew me to Savannah, and I survived. And now, I'm, I'm just one case, and I've supported the hospital I support the employees of the hospital. So the one leg that we had for the longest time was not, I mean, we didn't have a, what people were saying, a, you know, competitive hospital. That wasn't even the choice. They just wanted one that they could come see their, 
family members in, you know, instead of having to drive to Savannah. So I've supported the hospital. I would entertain, Mr. Chairman, if you'd make this one more time. And I'd like to ask my fellow commissioners here to support this because that's the one thing we need here. But again, um, and I, I understand all of that, uh, Commissioner Walden, but again, it, it was just kind of still kind of confusing to me. And, you know, maybe I'm just hard to understand. But if um, you approve the, the millage and these other entities go along with it, but you have to approve a millage that was set by these other entities outside of us, we, we don't have nothing to do with, no, we, we don't set that. Now, they said that the development authority is set by the state, you know, so mm -hmm. they don't even set theirs. But the school board set one, the hospital set one, and they won't, theirs won't be approved unless we approve the one for the commission, right? That's what. Okay, and, and the one for the commission was approved. Uh, and again, I, and maybe I'm, but under under DOR guidelines, you have, have to do you it. Have to vote on those separately. Okay. We've done it every year. It's just yeah. been a different certificate. Yeah. But you've adopted a rate for the hospital. You've adopted a rate for the board of ed. You've adopted a rate for the uh, yes, sir. Yeah. And Mr. Chairman, if I'm not mistaken, and Mr. Brown, you may need to correct me or Miss Mims, but the hospital can. What is the maximum that they can ask for? Is it seven? Tim, Timmy may know that. I Maybe don't know. Uh, CFO? Up to seven mils. Up to seven mils they could ask for. Yes, ma'am. And it would be up to us to approve or disapprove. Yes, So you're at the 384. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I just want clarification on that also. So what you, what you wanted to uh, bring it back? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. I, I would appreciate it. No, I would appreciate I would, it too. Yes, sir. That we could we could keep the flow Talk of the money. Talk about helping people. That's helping people. Yep. And the flow of money in the county would right. not cease. But, you know, I mean, all of it is important, Mr. Chairman, or it wouldn't have been on here. I agree. You, you know. Okay. I agree. I agree. And when industry does something down and then get to revote, like when you voted ours down, but yeah. that's not a revote. But you just. Disapprove this, and now you're gonna. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Well, so I'm flabbergasted. No, I've never seen something voted down, and then let's talk about it. No, let's revoke to change our no, mind. Order, sir. I yeah. apologize, yeah. but that's what it looks like. Yeah. What, Mr. Chairman, I think. Mr. Mr. Chairman. <clears throat> Mr. Chair, what y'all did is considered no action because there was no right. affirmative vote. Considered no action. <clears throat> and that's according to Robert's rule. Yeah. If you will, uh, once voted down, you must vote. I don't. I, I don't. Think it was derogatory, but Mr. Chairman, I will make a motion that we approve this millage for the hospital. Second. Motion and second. We approve the millage for the hospital. Three eight point three point eight four three. Three point eight four three. I think it's been discussed. Uh, all in favor, show of hands. Again. So we could we could vote again. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, all right. Opposed. All right, motion passes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Um, Thank you, which, Commissioners. And I, I know periodically you come to report those. I think, did we miss October? Somewhere in my mind, October's in my mind. Yeah. We'll, we'll put you on the agenda and we'll let you know what that is. To keep us updated on what's going on. All right. Thank you. Uh,
Mr. Mosley, are you going to do the Live Oak Library? Is that Mr. Brown? He stepped out with the phone. We have before you a uh, intergovernment agreement between Chatham County, Liberty County, FM County, uh, all of our funding partners for the Live Oaks Regional Library. As for the intergovernment agreement, yes, ma'am. I make a motion we approve. Second. second. Motion second for the intergovernment agreement with Live Oak Public Libraries. Any further discussion? All in favor, show your hands. We've been doing that for a lot of time. A lot of years. Yes, sir. All right. Got it? I'm not sure if Mr. Brown read in that door. See his announcements from the um, mayor's um, Christmas parade's coming up. I know that. Uh, the mayor's Thanksgiving. Yeah, mayor's Thanksgiving event is Sunday. When is the Christmas tree lighting for Hinesville? 30th. 30th. Yeah. We'll make sure Maria sends all those uh, announcements out. Birthday to us. Sunday, Marion. Uh, birthday. Birthday Sunday. Your birthday Monday. Brown, any announcements? I'm sorry, I had stepped out to I, I saw. talk to the county attorney there a minute about we, we're good. where we were. So I apologize. We're good. And, and I'll, we, I'll be you, 50. with him? I did. Yep. We, we good? You good? You good with that? Anything you need to announce, sir? From the, sir. No, sir. That's all right. Thank you. Um, Ms. Mims, I see silt fence around some property at Liberty Region Loom. Is that? Tell us about that, if you will. I'm just going to ask her. <laughs> um, we recently um, have additional funds, so we're able to replace the uh, first floor roof that has had leaks for several years. So up in the attic, we have buckets that we have hard rain. We um, have uh, leaks, and so we're fortunate that um, funds have been um, uh, made available to be able to correct that. So that's our roofing. But due to the recent rain, we haven't been able to get the rocks off to then start the insulation for the roofing, but um, that'll uh, progress as soon as it clears up a little bit. So we're excited to be able to make those improvements on the building um, that have been needed for many years. Okay, thank you. So that's why the silk filt fencing is round at the corner? So the corner, that's for the new wound care center, and that's the, the site, site oh. work that um, Trent's doing for the wound care the center up at the front. Yes, yes that's what I was The material that if you face the building to the right that's roped off, mm -hmm. that's the material for the, the uh, new roof for the first floor. They yeah. just delivered that about two days ago. I thought that was what he was referring yeah, to. I'm sorry. That. I thought maybe the contractor put the silking in the wrong place for the Gear. the uh, physician's um, uh, housing. Uh, for the call center. <laughs> no, that'll go where the old house was oh, okay. across the road. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Chair, take a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. Second. All in favor.